Hour number two of the Chris Gordy Show underway. Sports 1280 New Orleans. Been a busy hour number one, talking mostly Saints stuff. So we're transitioning now to hour number two. Talk some LSU as well, there's a lot going on with LSU. Everything from a contract extension proposed for Coach O to LSU in the NCAA tournament starting on Thursday. LSU baseball sweeping their first SEC weekend series. And oh, that whole LSU football thing going through their spring practices and recruiting and much, much more. Joining us now is Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com. Mike, how are you, sir? Thanks for jumping on with us. Hey, glad to be with you, Chris. Let's start with the uh, the contract extension for Coach Yo. We heard it's on the agenda for the Board of Supervisors meeting tomorrow. Uh, basically, what going to bump Coach Yo up to about four mil a year? Yeah, and um, I, I think that that's you know what you have to do. I mean, he wins ten games. He, he wins a, a New Year's uh, uh, bowl game in the Fiesta, and uh, you know had one of the top five recruiting classes in the country. Um, you know, I, I know when the news broke yesterday, we had some discussion on our message board. Uh, some people disagreeing with it, but it's, it's you know that's the nature of uh, negotiations between athletics directors and coaches and their agents. Um, it's kind of written in stone that coaches either have to have four uh, have four years on their contracts at all times, or, or evidently they can't recruit or it'll be used against them in recruiting. Um, but it's also the same deal where, yeah, it's uh, it kind of gets in that whole. I don't say uh, uh, it's a, it's a, an indictment on Coach Orgeron because he's only been here for a few years, um, but it also is the pattern where it makes it extremely difficult over the years. You know, a nine and three coach can stay at a at a place for a long, long time. So if you schedule non conference very well. Uh, and uh, it, particularly at LSU, where it's you know it, it you really have to do multiple dumb things to uh, you know have multiple bad seasons in a row. Uh, but nine and three can keep you around for a decade. And um, whether it's uh, Fulmer, Rick, Miles, it um, you know it, that's why when uh, Oliva had the chance in fifteen, and then in sixteen he took it. Yeah. And the interesting part about this is, I mean, even with the pay bump, seven other SEC coaches will still be making more than Coach O. And so it just kind of tells you, LSU might be getting a bargain right now with where Coach O is and what he's what he's done. And I mean, I think for all the doubters and everybody out there, I mean, just look at the track record, like you said, of what he's done. And I think you got to give the guy the benefit of the doubt and let's see what he does going into yeah, the you, season. You, 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 you really do have to bump him up. And um, uh, I, I also think... You know, but look, it, it's I, I was, you know, during uh, the, the the last few years of Les Miles, uh, you know, one of the discussions and heated discussions we would always have would be, you know, what is reasonable for an LSU fan as far as expectations on how often LSU should appear in Atlanta and play in an SEC championship game? And it used to be a five-year proposition. How many times in five years is it realistic for an LSU fan to expect to just play in the game? I'm not saying win it. But but get there, and m- most fans would say one or two times. Well, now you're starting to have to ask, ask that question for a decade. <laughs> you know, and yeah. yeah, there's that big Alabama monster. Um, but but that's also my point. And 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 looking forward, um, 
we can talk about the upcoming season and, and, and what's coming back and, and the, the schedule setting up nice. Um, but when you look at recruiting and where Texas A&M finished, and it, it's absolutely pivotal uh, that LSU for, for next season to beat both teams in Texas because um, I, I, I don't think you want to drop that last game to Texas A&M and have them win two in a row of you and it'd be Jimbo's first two years. Yeah, no, no doubt that would that would be uh that'd be a big big hit to LSU. Yeah, because it's not just it's not just that you're finished second to to Alabama or or, or whatever. Uh, then all of a sudden you're in tiebreakers with either A and M or, or Auburn, and uh, you, you start seeing a bunch of thirds and fourths. Yeah. Uh, one other thing on the on this contract talk uh, that, that I saw that's worth uh, worth noting is Bill Bush, the safeties coach. Apparently, he's going to get a fifty thousand dollar raise because apparently. Uh, reports say that multiple schools were going after him for uh, DC jobs, and we know that you know he was a guy when they gave Dave Aranda the big bump in pay. They said, "Hey, look, you can go out and hire anybody you want to help you," and he brought in Bill Bush. So obviously, Bush is a big part of what Aranda does, and um, you know, a big part of that LSU defense. No, he he can coach, and fifty thousand isn't a a whole lot, and you know, you don't. Without Bill Bush, Joe Burrow's not on campus. Uh, that, it was his, his relationship with that family, um, and what 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 has uh, Joe Burrow done to the help the program get where it's at and to have the success it did last season? So uh, he's, he's a heck of a recruiter, and uh, the safeties are playing well. And um, yeah, no, that that's that that's fine. What what do we know about Joe Brady? He's the guy that you know we heard a couple weeks back that he would basically be taking over for for Jerry Sullivan and uh, you know had spent some time with the Saints and all that. He's a twenty eight year old guy, very young, uh, very innovative. Uh, what do we know about Joe Brady and what potentially he could be bringing to LSU this season? Uh, it's just uh, a, a lot of uh, vigor and youth and, and excitement. Um, you know, I tweeted out Saturday. Uh, they kind of got a lot of. Uh, 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 buzz about how it, it is legit that this LSU offense is all new. Orgeron said it a couple of times. Uh, players have said it in interviews, um, but but it is true. It, it's um, uh, talking to some folks that have been to practice and been to all of them, and, and, and uh, there's not a single wide receiver route that's let carried over. Um, and so not only the the offensive players are excited, but the recruits who were at the uh, uh, the scrimmage on Saturday, and of course it was a junior day. Uh, you know, Saturday evening, I think I had about twenty quote twenty of them quoted uh, on how well the junior day went, and the offensive players absolutely loved what they saw in the in the LSU offense. So that's part of the reason why, when you look at LSU's quarterback recruiting, um, you're seeing. You know, of course you got two for twenty, and and also extending offers out there to others, uh, twenty one, twenty two. The, the quality of the quarterback visitors that are coming on campus for the next three recruiting cycles is as good as I've seen. I, I, you know, it, it used to seem like it was pulling teeth to get high-profile quarterbacks to come and visit LSU unofficially or just you know swing by you know with their seven-on-seven teams, um, and, and and they're they're not having that problem there. So I think that's partially due to uh, seeing what Joe Burrow did. Um, but a lot of this, you know, of course, there, I know there was a lot of things last season that Steve Ensminger wanted to do offensively that he couldn't do because the offensive line just couldn't couldn't handle uh, some of the things that he needed them to, to be able to do in order to, to do what he wanted to do. So, 
Yeah, it's. Um, I, I think that's what Brady brings. He's, uh, and I, I got to believe Coach Ensminger is loving having him there because it's it's a fresh set of eyeballs. Uh, and look, Ensminger wants to throw it. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, and so, if they've got an offensive line, they can they can protect and and and, and do the things that they, that they want them to do. It, it, they're going to air it out. And I mean, we just in the 15 or 20 minutes that the media gets at practice. You can see some of the things that they're doing drill wise. It's stuff that we've never seen before. So uh, I'm excited about it. Just, you know, I don't know how much we're going to see in the spring game, um, <laughs> but uh, there is a reason to be excited, I believe. Talk with Mike Scarborough, tigerbait.com. Of course, your source for all things LSU. And I know, Mike, you've had some reports up there only a couple of days into spring practice so far you mentioned some new things anything else standing out to you so far uh in terms of what you've seen at spring practice no it's not what i've seen but what i've been told everybody's talking about the battles between stingley and jamar chase and how they've been epic in practice and uh those two going at each other so um you know you're talking about a couple of uh five stars right there that um uh, are, are going to make each other better because they're facing each other uh, every day. And, of course, the, the official LSU football Twitter account tweeted out that clip from the scrimmage on Saturday with Stingley with the, with the interception. So um, uh, that that's one of the things we're hearing about. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, question marks, you know, offensive line, of course. Uh, running back is, is a little bit of a question mark until – uh, Emory and, and Davis arrive in, in, in the summer, but um, you know defensively getting Chase on back, um, you know the, the linebacker core. I think despite losing Devin White is going to be a strength of the football team. So, and then you talk about that schedule. I I, I, I keep saying it, and unless there's a, a rash of catastrophic injuries, I, I don't know whether they go ten and two or eleven and one next year. <laughs> yeah, it really does. I mean, that tech, that game in 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 Austin week two is so big, Mike, because it really does. I think make or break this season. I yeah, mean, it, 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 you're right, and it, it, you hate to say that because it's a non-conference game, but you're, you're you're thinking nationally in playoffs with this team, and that's why it, it, it it's it's pivotal because you win that game and you still have a little bit of a margin for error if you're going ahead and saying you're going to lose in Tuscaloosa. You still have a margin of error, you know, just thinking back to last season, um, you know, what might have happened had LSU won that seven-overtime game um, in College Station. But um, you lose that game, and then you absolutely have to run the table um, to, to go 10-2 and and then see where, see where the chips fall. But, um, you know, when you've got Auburn, Florida, and Texas A&M at home, um, you, you you win that game at Texas, and you set yourself up very nicely. Uh, let's let's switch gears, Mike. Talk a little uh, LSU hoops. Obviously, we know two days from now they will be in the NCAA tournament as a three seed taking on fourteen seeded Yale. And look, on paper, we look at it and we say LSU should be able to win this one handily. But I think there's some reservations with the coaching situation, not having Will Wade there. And obviously what we saw with LSU losing a lead late against Florida and dropping that game in the SEC tournament kind of gives some people some hesitation, I think, when it comes to Tony Benford. What are you thinking or what are your feelings on this LSU hoops team? And can we all but put away the fact that Will Wade is not going to be back with this team at, at all throughout this, this season? Yeah, yeah. It's um, I, 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 
last night I, I, I noticed our poll. I've had a poll up for about a week and a half. You know, uh, what, do you think Will Wade will eventually be reinstated, yes or no? Early last week it was at about 70%. Now it's, it's, it's uh, more than 50% say no. So <laughs> the, the longer this goes, the, the fan base obviously is feeling that the, the, the odds are getting less and less that Will Wade will be back as, as LSU's head basketball coach. So, you know, and, and you know, in what are those scenarios? But yeah, I, I agree with you. That it's, you know, first of all, Yale is a dangerous basketball team. Um, you know, and you, you look at the, the technical in, in the Florida game, and um, you know, there's some, some worry there, but. Yeah, it's obvious every time you hear Benford talk, and because he, he says it, that he communicates with Will Wade. So I don't know what Will Wade is doing at home, but other than dealing with lawyers, and um, but sure sounds like he's watching film and, and uh, maybe having some phone calls and, and, and talking about what needs to be done. So we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Too bad he can't have a, an earpiece in, in Benford's ear uh, during the game. <laughs> Yeah. Uh and, and again, I mean, we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean, look, you know, if if it's Maryland in the next round, I mean, this could set up pretty well here. The, outside of meeting up Duke in in a couple of rounds, uh, LSU could make a run here. Just like we said, they've got the talent to do so. You just wonder how important Will Wade is and like we said, I think a little hesitation for Tony Benford late in that game against Florida. But well, the, the, I, I think if they get through the first weekend and they're in the Sweet 16, they have met expectations for me. Um, you know, I, I, I never thought in a, that they would win the SEC ch- uh, title. Um, I think a lot of people, if you would have said preseason, you know, maybe win a first-round game, and, and if you know you win a second-round, fine, but if you don't or you get to a Sweet 16, that, that would be fine, and um, but you know this team also has some talent that uh, you know they could absolutely uh, wreck everybody's bracket. So you just don't know what you're going to get. Uh, switch gears one more time, Mike. Let's talk a little uh, LSU baseball. Uh, a nice uh, sweep over Kentucky over the weekend. For all the question marks that this team had with inconsistent offense, inconsistent pitching, who's the weekend rotation? I think things kind of settled down. Maybe. Playing that doubleheader on Saturday kind of helped things, but it was good to see LSU go out and take care of business and uh, and, and sweep uh, Kentucky over the weekend. Yeah, what is it now? Five or six game winning streak, uh, yeah. including the non conference last week. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those deals where a few weeks ago I said, "Man, I'm 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 not going to uh, uh, fly off the handle or, or, or you know say something because we've seen it time and time again where LSU has had slow starts to the season." Uh, are, are trying to find their way in, in, in Maneri juggling lineups, and the next thing you know, they they they're, they're winning, you know, ha- have multi-game win streaks that, ex- that extend for a week. So, um, nice nice start, like you said, to ha- have a sweep uh, weekend, uh, first SEC series of the year. <laughs> uh, last thing, Mike, I know, uh, and, 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 you-, you know, then last night it's like I, I got uh, uh, one of my uh, coworkers. It's uh, Says, man, Florida is just a pain in LSU's backside, and <laughs> the softball team last night winning yep. that series over Florida. Uh, that was uh, that was a big for uh, big for Beth Torina. That that's you know, Florida just seems to no matter wh- how, how where LSU's ranked, where they're ranked, or 
who you think has the better team. They've just been a thorn in LSU's side in a, in a lot of sports. Yeah, there was no love lost between uh, Gainesville, Florida, and Baton Rouge. Uh, last thing for you, Mike. Uh, I know LSU had their junior day over the weekend. Where are we with uh, recruiting? Because I know uh, the 2020 classes, uh, they're, they're very active with those guys right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, you you got to give the LSU coaching staff a, a lot of credit. Um, you know, look, we, we still talk about defensive linemen and that being an issue. Um, and but I, I know that they're absolutely uh, working extremely hard. But it's 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 very impressive the kids, the national quality kids uh, that are your, of your top 100 variety to continue to drop by campus and attend these junior days or are there during a weekday uh, that are scheduled to come in the coming weekends for the spring game that are say that and then those kids saying they're going to come back for camp. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, you know, I talked to Eric Reed from Calvary last night, and I'm about to post a story about him. Uh, you know, he'll be back for camp, an LSU safety uh, target. So uh, probably I've, I've reached close to 20 of the prospects, the top guys that were there Saturday, and all of them had very uh, uh, positive trips. And so I think this class will be fine, but obviously it needs to be heavy in DL and OL. Um, that's how you want to grade this class. It's you know last you've had a couple of D commitments. You had Jaquel and Roy, Darren Turner. Say, so look, don't worry about Darren Turner. There's there's wide receivers all over this state. That athletes are never going to be a problem in LSU's recruiting classes. <laughs> you you look at that OL and DL number, and particularly tackles on the offensive line, and, and, and the big guys. You need to somehow get back with Roy, and uh, then you got Jacoby and Guillory and. Uh, Jalen Lee at uh, Live Oak. So, uh, and you got other defensive linemen out of state that are interested in LSU, but they, they need to have a big class. He is Mike Scarborough, one of the best to do it. Been doing it a long time at TigerBait.com. Uh, Mike, let our listeners know if they have been members before or not members right now, TigerBait.com. What can they yeah, get? Yeah, go to TigerBait.com. Would love to have you. Uh, I got uh, that story coming up on Eric Reed, and I got another big one this afternoon that people are going to love. Uh, on, a, on a player that's about to come in and what he's doing in the off-season conditioning. So um, baseball coverage, football, $1 gives you Tiger Bait for a month. Try us out if you're an LSU fan. I think you'll love the site, and we would love to have you. Awesome. Great stuff, Mike. Good to talk with you. Let's do it again soon. Hey, anytime you need me, give me a holler. Talk soon. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Mike, Mike Scarborough there of TigerBait.com, one of the best uh, websites out there when it comes to uh, all things LSU recruiting, baseball, Football, basketball, just about everything you want right there at uh, TigerBait.com. I'm happy to say I'm a member of the website. It's Chris Gordy's show. We'll take a quick break here. We'll come back. More roll on here on Tuesday. Stay there.